Hi, everyone. Welcome back to episode 16 of A Couple of Creeps podcast. I am your hostess with the mostest, Morgan, and I am joined by my two least favorite co-hosts, Colin and Chris. Say hi, both. Howdy. Hello. So normally it's just Colin, but Chris came sneaking by the dining room where we were recording. So we snatched him up. And a Snuggie, mm-hmm. and I said, yo, mm-hmm. get in here. You're going to be a second uh, co-host this week. Absolutely. He said, I'm always honored. Always honored. I don't, I don't know about that. The look you gave me was kind of like, I just wanted applesauce. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I have to. I was just coming down for a banana. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thanks. I'm honored. <laughs> No, no, no. It's always a privilege. Always a privilege. Damn right it is. But I just want to say I'm sorry for missing out last week. The week did not go as I had planned, and the night recording came. It just was not possible. So I'm hoping to make up for it tonight. Let's be honest. You were inebriated. Maybe. (laughs) And I just also want to say we did record half of a podcast <laughs> and it wasn't working it, it was not working like i was saying words but none of it made sense we need to hear that in like a special edition right like yeah. just the archives like i was speaking but my brain was like <laughs> bitch none of this makes sense and i'm over here like and eventually i came to enough to go i was ho- i was like well i'm gonna hope i can patch this together in editing <laughs> you know? i was like i'm so sorry but i might just have to take <laughs> a break this week and come back better than ever next week it's all in the past now it's all That's in the right. past so this week we're gonna go back to our little little spooks back to our roots go back to our roots and we're gonna talk about a supposedly haunted house and some events that happened to this family mm-hmm. so if you two are ready to Get into it. Let's yes. get started. I'm so ready. Can we? Can, do you want us to plug now or at the end? We're kind of on one year. We I feel like we should plug that. Well, in our podcast. What are we plugging? Our podcast. Oh, you can do it at the end. All right, you ain't plugging shit. You ain't no. plugging <laughs> shit. Get like out of here. It's not our podcast. Like, no, that's the point. That's <laughs> our point. We're on this cross pollination, baby. We have to. We have to plug when we can. That's I, right. I, I, I try and plug a couple of creeps, don't I? Oh, all the time. Mm-hmm. I heard it this past week. Mm-hmm. You gave me the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, so. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't tell people on my podcast that you're a drunk. Listen, <laughs> Chris just starts receding. <laughs> it was Valentine's weekend. Put the hood up. And things got out of hand, <laughs> and I may have had more than I should have. It happens. It happens. I guess I didn't think about it because Colin was my DD, so yeah, I was, was just like, "Bring him on!" Mm-hmm. And eventually, fair to me. eventually, yeah. he leaned over and said, you, "We're supposed to record today." You do know that you have to record a podcast today, and I said, "Oh yeah, I'm good. I'm Gucci. Yeah, you're yeah. so I'm good. good." And I think my eyes were crossed at that yeah, point. I was like, so. Yeah, you're not good. <laughs> you're the opposite of good. I'll say Chris got to see it too, and I was not not okay. But I got here, and I'm like, I'm ready. I can do this. Hey. And then we're it, here. It just, hey. it just wasn't. <laughs> hey, look at us. <laughs> look at us. Look at us. We're here. Yeah. We're good. So the demon house. The demon house. So we're going we're gonna to take it back a few years. Of Gary, Indiana. Of Gary, Indiana. So in November. The south of the north. The south of the north. Any Parks and Recs fans out there? Yeah. Pawnee, Indiana. Indiana the, the south, south of, of the, the north. north. So that's like our one of our favorite lines to, re, to yeah. recite because... We live in a 
a small town in the northern United States. <laughs> that and feels like the that south of the north. sometimes feels like the south of the north, yeah. <laughs> and we'll see something happen, and we're like, the south of the north the right south here. south of the north. People remember in the Alamo? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. But so we're going we're gonna to take it back a few years. We're going to go to November of 2011. Well, I remember that. Good yep. year. Good year, good year. So, LaToya Amens, a mother of three, moved to a white rental cottage at 3860 Carolina Street in Gary, Indiana. And yes, for you two men staring at me and anybody listening, that was once considered the murder capital of the U.S. Oh, bingo. I did not know that. Yeah. The murder capital of the U.S.? Yeah. Yeah, that city was once the murder capital of the U.S. Which city? Just make sure. Gary, Indiana. Really? Yeah. I yeah. was like, did she name drop another city in the middle of that? <laughs> no. I no. just, wow, all right. No, it was Gary, Indiana. Where are you moving to? Oh, yeah, we're moving here Murder to Gary. Capital yeah. Murder capital. Oh, Gary, huh? <laughs> yeah, Gary, Indiana. Like, moving yeah. to Gary, Indiana. Or, oh, what are you moving to Gary for? Well, great schools, you know. They've got a wonderful school system. A higher chance of being murdered there than anybody else in the, yeah. in the U.S. Talk oh. about living life on the edge, huh? Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. we're so, thrill seekers. So she moved there with her three children and her mother. The family allegedly began to encounter poltergeist activities immediately after their move. Good. The enclosed front porch was, um, so they moved in in the dead of winter. I'm trying to think of how I want to phrase this. They moved into the dead of winter and they had a closed in front porch and out of nowhere, it was just like enormous black flies were just there all the time. We're talking like plague worthy amount of black fry. Black flies. Black fries. Black fries. Yeah, just crispy. <laughs> They're extra crispy. But no, just massive amounts of black fry. I'm, you got it. <laughs> you, this is you. <laughs> I believe in you. I apparently really want some fries. That I burnt to a Somebody crisp. Somebody get this woman some fries. Black flies. Bingo. And, you know, they're trying to, well, that's odd. You know, it's winter. It's not exactly fly season. Mm-mm. But maybe maybe there's just something under the house, you know? <laughs> something about Gary, Indiana, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so following that incident, it became a reoccurring event that after midnight, both Amons and her mother, whose last name is Campbell, would hear footsteps coming from the basement and the slow creaking of the door opening entirely to the exposed kitchen without fail. But... Anytime either one of them would check the basement, no one was there. Lovely. Yeah. Put the hairs on your neck on, you know, right yeah. on their end, you know. Just hearing your... Because the way this house is built, it's just a ranch. Right. So they can hear everything. Yeah, you're all on the same level. You just hear that... And you're like, who's there? You go to look and nobody's there. Talk about defecation yeah. in the undies. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's some soiled capris right there. Mm-hmm. So, one <laughs> night, Latoya's mother felt a strange presence that <laughs> awoke her. Dung and dungarees, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, felt a strange presence that awoke her. As she peeked outside her door, she was startled. She says there was a black shadow pacing back and forth in the living room. And when she got up to see who it was, all she found was giant muddy boot prints. Someone broke in. Maybe. Maybe. Or it was a ghost. I think that's the... I think that's the whole... Well, yeah, Gary, or Indiana. Just be, yeah. Yeah, Gary, It's just Gary, Indiana, Indiana Somebody man. broke in trying yeah. to kill her and got cold feet. Someone's on the hunt and the house was haunted. <laughs> Plot twist. 
That ghost was protecting her. Yeah. Oh, maybe they. Ooh. Maybe Ooh, the murderer they saw the shadow people and was like, "I gotta get the fuck out of here." Ghost okay, becomes I, lovers with the tenant. Just saying, it Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood, where you at? Could make a movie about that. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> that down. But Apple TV Plus—they're looking for new movies. Exactly, all the time, all the time. But not wanting to make a fuss over what had occurred, the family continued on with their life at home. It wasn't until March of 2012 that what seemed to be odd turned to dread. One night around 2 a.m., family and friends were gathered at the house to mourn the loss of someone close. According to Amons, she went to check on her kids to find her 12-year-old daughter unconsciously levitating above the bed. And <laughs> so I think they must have expected something because this is what it said. Did they ever tie it down? <laughs> and without hesitation... Everyone gathered around the child and began praying until she fell back to the bed. It was then that Amon <gasps> sought help. No shit. Yeah. Somebody's got a case of the Mondays. <laughs> that's just like, walking yeah, that's in. That's a classic. We need an old priest and yeah. a young priest. <laughs> just walking in and she's just levitating, levitating above the bed. <sighs> but I appreciated that her family and friends just acted just so like, quickly that they made a right, prayer everybody, circle. Everybody hold hands. We got to pray. We got to pray. This bitch is floating. Get your, <laughs> get your prayer hands on. Get your prayer hands on. We, we got to see what we can do. So... Does anybody have some rosary? <laughs> <laughs> Who brought the holy water? Because we're going to need it. So local churches refused to visit the home and suggested Amon cleanse the house by pouring ammonia and bleach throughout. Are they trying to make her make mustard gas? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not only that, but... It goes to... back to Gary. Yeah. yeah. Gary in the Gary Indiana. Indiana. Yeah, you know what gets rid of ghosts. <laughs> you just mix ammonia and bleach and breathe real deep. You'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be Gucci. But, you won't have to worry about anything ever again. <laughs> <laughs> so they not only told her to do that, but they also told her to draw crosses on every door and bathe her children in olive oil. It was also proposed the family create a makeshift altar in the possessed basement because they just assumed that yeah. the basement was the main yeah, that's culprit where the of bad this whole... Yeah. Where bad juju's at. Regrettably, it wasn't doing much, so LaToya sought help with two clairvoyants who claim the house was possessed by more than 200 demonic spirits Pff, holy shit that's a fucking rave yeah, yeah. That, that's not good that's not that's not that's not really what you want and they're popping molly you know everyone's telling them to leave this house but the family didn't have enough money to break the lease on the house so they had no other choice but to stay this is america <laughs> Don't catch you slipping off. So, Gary, Indiana. <laughs> the south of the north. The south of the Gary, north. Gary, Indiana. So, they couldn't They couldn't move. They've got an altar in their basement for the possessed spirits. She's bathing her kids in olive oil. She's pouring ammonia and bleach throughout her house. Her daughter is levitating. That's yeah. just, And the, I just can't get over the fact that they're like, all right, everybody hold hands. <laughs> this bitch is floating above the bed. Kumbaya. Grandma busts out the orange pocket Bible. Just the New Testament, you know? Yeah. She's ready. She's ready. <laughs> Got that thing on it. Yeah. So, Amons began to exercise the home. She did everything from only wearing white to burning sage and reading Psalm 91 out loud. Instead of things coming to a calm end, it only worsened. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Amons claims to have found her children speaking in tongues with bloodshot eyes and sporting sinister smirks. Her daughter said she felt like she was always being choked. 
And her youngest son would lock himself up in his closet to talk to a boy no one had ever seen. That's some sixth sense shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to get choked, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. What was the address on this house? <laughs> Is it for sale? It actually doesn't exist anymore. I'll get wow. into that. At the, I'll get into that at the end. Just go stand on the lot and get <laughs> choked by a ghost. I'm uh, here. I'm well, here. Choke me. Choke I'm me. here. <laughs> so, around April, Amons, Daddy. Amons gave up and sought help from a physician. <laughs> Called it. No. <laughs> yeah. We got to get somebody. We, we need yeah. somebody. We need somebody else. During Olive their, oil ain't doing it. During their visit, the two boys and diabolical yells cursed the entire staff. A report filed by the Department of Child Services, the DCS, and police stated that one of the boys had been magically thrown against the wall. After the incident, the boys proceeded to pass out and were hospitalized after. And this is where things got a little out of hand. Okay. This is where? Yeah. Getting thrown by the wall, taken to the emergency room. But yeah. wait, 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 wait. There's more. The youngest boy kept growling and telling his brother he was going to kill him and began to hit his brother's stomach by headbutting it. Following the gruesome act, he allegedly walked backward up onto a wall, made it to the ceiling, and flipped over to land on his feet. During this time, the children were examined for any signs of abuse, and Amons went through a psychological evaluation. To everyone's surprise, nothing was found. Not a zip. And kids are like brutally honest too. Oh, yeah, yeah. They yeah. Don't fuck around you. about that shit. Yeah. yeah, kids and elderly people—they don't care. They'll tell you exactly. Yeah, they'll tell you I've heard nothing. Ugly. I've yeah. heard nothing but sweet things from old people, so that's fine mm-hmm. with me. Either way, what had occurred in front of the hospital staff and police convinced the DCS to take custody of the children. Mm. Even though nothing came up for. Yeah, even well, though nothing came up, I think it was just. So this is all. Alleged. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nothing like anything with paranormal activity. None of it's truly proven. Proven, right. But I think at the time the police were like, okay, there's something going on with this family. Yeah, obviously. We don't yes. know if it's the mom. Right. Well, and then you got to the look grandma. and go, yeah, what's the more likely option? That there's a house with 200 yeah. demons in it or that there's an abuse of mom yeah. in Gary, Indiana? Yeah. So they're like, whether or not we find anything or not, these children are going to come with us for now. Yeah. Just to be yeah. safe. Apparently, the staff at the hospital reached out to Reverend Michael Meunier to perform an exorcism on one of the children. Better the, be that floating ass daughter. I, I hope so. What about the son that's headbutting the brother climbing the walls? There's two of them. Yeah, I mean, she's only got one girl, but she's, she's got, got two one boys. Daughter, yeah. An heir in the spare. Um. The reverend visited the house where he insists he too experienced paranormal activity from everything to the muddy footprints and flickering lights that wouldn't stop every time he investigated something supernatural would happen. Meunier knew he had to exercise Amons. He placed a crucifix against her head and she couldn't stop convulsing. Within four hours into his investigation, Meunier established the house was possessed and demanded they seek shelter elsewhere. But they couldn't. Right, yeah. Well, all right, Father, are you going to pay for the fucking bill? They won't let him stay at the church? Well, a lot of times nowadays, churches don't... They lock their doors after some certain point in time, and they don't allow sanctuary in there after that. As awful as it sounds, most churches look at the fact that they're like, "We're we're not a shelter. You have to go somewhere else. Yeah. Um, And also, because the DCS was far 
from done with their investigation, so they she couldn't go anywhere. Right, yeah, she can't leave the city. She can't leave the city, she can't leave the state, she gotta stay there. They requested Officer Austin to review the living conditions of the home. He stated in a police report that he had seen and heard some unexplainable things. His flashlight would flicker uncontrollably in the basement until it eventually turned off by itself. Um, It alarmed him because he had just replaced the batteries that morning. Austin took pictures of the basement where he said he could see a cloud resemble someone's face and even recorded audio where he could supposedly hear someone whispering, Hey. 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 What's popping? (laughs) What it is, baby. EVPs are like... The creep- Super creepy. They're the creepiest things. Especially the ones that are like, sound a lot more like words than static. You yeah. know what I mean? Where we it's should like, do a Ouija board. No. Not here. Ouija not boards are like sold by Mattel. So they're not a real thing. We can get, we can, you can buy like cursed Ouija boards and stuff like that. I'm, Old Ouija boards. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm so good. I am I'm solid. Set. Let me tell you on how good I am. Ouija boards freak me out. I, I'm good. I'm good. You just don't let go and you should be fine. You let go, you break the seal. I'm good. I'm good. So, Officer Austin heard someone supposedly say, Hey. Hey. Yeah. He claimed that he brought something back with him as his driver's seat kept moving back and forth on his way home. The movement was so intense that his seat motor broke. A believer in the supernatural, the DCS was still not convinced. So he believes in the supernatural. He's like, yeah, there's some shit going there's, down here. <laughs> my fucking seat motor broke, so I kept going back and forth the whole time I was yeah. driving. Without hesitation, Reverend Manet continued to investigate the the demon house, is what they were calling it now. Right. Particularly the basement with the police and Samantha Lillick, the DCS family case manager. During his many visits, Manet was convinced there might be a body buried under the stairs of the basement which would explain the poltergeist activity. Police dug a four by three hole. It's here where they uncovered a pair of panties, socks, a cooking pan, and a drapery cord. Oh. What a, what a freaky combination. Why? Yeah, a cooking pot. A cooking, well, I mean, you're cooking up some panties. I mean, Yeah, a pair <laughs> of panties, socks, a cooking pan, and a pan. drapery cord. Hmm. Oh, a cooking pan. Sounds like a frying pan. Yeah. Not that that makes any more sense. I'm just. Yeah, but still. Significance well, to the, whoever. Maybe the, the, well, the maybe people. it was the murder weapon. Yeah. Could be. And Bash maybe his head in. Choke somebody out with a pair yeah, of panties. Yeah, the drapery cord and. I was thinking the, of the drapery cord. Uh, yeah, me too. And they might and have been the, the socks and panties could be evidence yeah. of what had belonged to the person. Yeah. So, Officer Lilick, who's the DCS officer. Claimed to have felt her pinky going numb after touching a, si- a sticky substance she found in the house. That same liquid was allegedly found dripping from the Venetian blinds in one of the bedrooms. However, yeah. However, no one could see where it was building. They cleaned it off the blinds to turn around, and they would find the fluid dripping again. So you clean it off, turn around to throw the paper towel away, and when you turn back, it's, it's back. More. It's yeah. just Too more. Too much. Wetter than water. Yeah, it's just there. <laughs> that 
And the you house know- had WAP. <laughs> <laughs> WAP, WAP. Like, it's just a rave going on in there, yeah. man. 200 demons, man. Yeah, some ectoplasm, all right. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying. All that molly, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Reverend Minier insisted the house needed to be exercised. The two-hour ritual, which consisted of prayers and performing an exorcism on Amens yet again, was accomplished, was, excuse me, accompanied by two police officers and Lilic. According to Lilic, within 30 days after the exorcism, she went through a series of painful events that consisted of her breaking three ribs and obtaining third-degree burns. Jesus. And this was their case manager? Yeah. It's stuff like that that freaks me out. Yeah. Of, like, breaking ribs or getting, like, third-degree burn. Like, yeah, so it's like, did something attach, attach itself to her yeah, yeah, yeah. when she left? Or did she just have a bad summer? Yeah. Just had a, you know, coincidentally just yeah some bad days, you know? Yeah. Minier continued to purify Amens, even though she had moved to Indianapolis with her mother, but returned to Gary Good for the call. court hearings. Yeah. Yeah. During months and months of cleaning her soul, Minier said she was clear of any demonic presences, and eventually the DCS returned custody to Amens. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Many speculate that these unforeseen tragic events were purely made up by Amens, especially her landlord, Charles Reed, to avoid any payment when living at 3860 Carolina Street. Hmm. Sounds like... That's a pretty advanced lie to tell, to be like, yeah. all right, boys, we can't afford rent, so I need you to beat the shit out of your brother and climb that and wall climb the quick. wall. <laughs> and uh, what was the daughter's name? It didn't say. And then, you know, sweetheart, I need you to float above the bed as high I, as you can. And we're all going to create a prayer circle. Yeah. And somehow we need to make ectoplasm. Yeah. <laughs> and so... That's the easiest part. <laughs> Her landlord said anyone who's lived there before and after Amens has yet to experience supernatural activity. Oh, so nobody else experienced that? Yeah. But because this was such a huge like phenomenon right, and yeah. media caught it, do any of you know who Zach Baggins is? I, I smoked uh, pot with Zach Baggins. Shut up. Is Zach Baggins the douchebag that does the one of like the travel shows? Yeah, yeah he's Ghosts. the... He does like um, ghost adventures. Yeah, or... that's exactly him. That's Zach Baggins. That's his show. He has um, douchebag. He, yeah, he is. He's, 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 really he's a tool. tool. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> we both call him a tool. He's a tool. He has not to. We'll get back to this in a second. But apparently, he has a huge paranormal museum in Las mm. Vegas. Not to talk about other podcasts of mine, but one of my favorites is called "And This Is Why We Drink." Mm-hmm. And one of the hosts got married, and for her bachelorette party. They went there because she has a love-hate relationship with Zach Baggins. Mm-hmm. Like, she loves... Because he's a tool. Yeah. Because she loves paranormal stuff. Yeah. But she hates... So that guy doesn't look like a tool. Yeah, he looks like a tool. He's the one that wears, like, too tight muscle shore shorts. Like, like t- he's a 45-year-old and... who dresses like it's 2001 still. Yeah. <laughs> and they went there just to see, and they said it was very creepy. Ooh. But... He what was it some forty one. What the band some forty one? Yeah, he looks like he'd belong in that. Yeah, but so he purchased the house to film a documentary in, mm-hmm. and that's where they got the name the Demon House because that's what he called it. Yeah, and <clears throat> I don't I don't know much about his movie. I'm not sure when it came out. You know, I've never seen it. It popped up on IMBD like for me to look at the rating on it, but I didn't do it because I. Honestly, don't, don't care what yeah. is thinked. But I was wrong. Sugar Ray is the band I was thinking of. Sugar Ray, yeah. <laughs> but everyone assumes that something did happen in that house because 
Baggins actually did have the house demolished in 2016. Yeah. Ooh. Hmm. So... We might have to watch his doc documentary yeah, to that, see. If someone like that big who like, not this is going to sound kind of rude, but someone who like they're living yeah. is exploring that shit and you got this house with yeah. supposedly 200, 200 demons. demons. You think yeah. this is a fucking yeah. gold mine. Yeah, right. And then for I the point that the he's got like, yeah, I got to put this guy down. Yeah. I think he bought it for like 30000 Did he build something on that spot again? No. It's, no. it's he just, just a lot. He just demolished the house and it's just an empty lot in the middle of that street. Spooky. Yeah. Hmm. So it was. It's a short but sweet story. Yeah. I, not well, I don't know sweet, about sweet yeah. but short and sweet. Well, she got her kids back. That's I said true. it's a yeah. win. There was it's some, a win. Some redemption on the end of that. Was she able to sell the house, or do they have that, or doesn't? Well, she was. Le- she was renting. She was renting. Oh, it. oh, okay, okay, okay. So, and I'm thinking that so no. with <laughs> all the media coverage, she the was able. The landlord wanted out from under it, and yeah, yeah, she probably was able to get some. Yeah, get some freedom cash. and everything of. He's probably just like, I need you to get out of here. Right. Yeah, you're making a scene. You're making this place look bad. Because chances are, if you own one rentable property, you own many. You probably own more than one. Yeah. And usually around the same area. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're making a bad name for me. I need you to You got to go. bounce. Do me a favor. Fuck off. You yeah. got to go. But that is the story of the Demon House in Gary, Indiana. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll have to watch that documentary because now yeah. I'm, I am interested. Interested. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure where we can watch it. We'll have to look it up, but yeah. Hmm. But I I enjoyed having you two with me this week, and yeah, I absolutely. hope you guys enjoy this episode. We'll I, have to visit Gary, Indiana sometime and yeah. try not to get killed. Well, before we do, yeah. I think now in the United States, Chicago is the murder capital of the world. Uh, not anymore. Not anymore? Mm-mm. Do you Do you know which city is? No, but I remember that Chicago is like not even that high on the list anymore i thought it was somewhere weird like northeast i i think you're right Colin, because i think columbus ohio is higher than chicago now mm-hmm. yeah i think actually all three of the major cities in ohio might be higher than chicago now yeah i don't know man gary indiana either way yeah. You don't yeah. fuck with a town like that. Yeah, either way, don't don't mess with Gary, Indiana. Mm-mm. But before we go to Gary, we've been talking about going to uh, Point Pleasant, Point Pleasant, West Virginia, yeah. to see the Mothman Museum. Yeah. That'd be that'd be dope. So, and when's the Mothman? We might have to hold off. When's the Mothman Festival? I think it's in September. Oh, we might just hold off and yeah. go to the Mothman Festival. Yeah, Mothman. Rent a hotel and stay down yeah. there for the weekend. Yeah, I'm stay at the prison. The Trans Allegheny. Mm-hmm. You can stay the night there. I was I was saying about doing. Uh, episode on the Trans Allegheny Insane yeah. Asylum, but it's really weird because a lot of their history is like not there. Oh yeah, covering it up. Mm. Like when I was, because I initially started. Well, I'm out, sure there's a lot of cover up of like just the human atrocities. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Because I started out do I I was going to do that one this week. Yeah. And when I started it out, like it told me you know about when it was built and who built it. Yeah. And then it cut to... Largest stone-cut building in the United States. Yeah. Mm. And then, you know, it cut to, you know, in these years it had this many patients and everything, Mm. and then this happened, and now it's like this. And then when I went to different websites, it would say, well, there was this patient, and this happened. But it was like you couldn't... Second largest in the world. Only behind the Kremlin. They just... They wouldn't give anything. Yeah. They, were kind of they wouldn't go into the detail. Yeah. Mm. Which is what you'll find in a lot 
unfortunately a lot of insane asylums. Yeah. What what is it? The uh uh patient confidentiality? Well not even, not even that. that. It's like they did well, yeah, such we did some awful things. Shit here. That <laughs> Science was real crude. Yeah, well, yeah. It I was. mean, you figure. Uh, I mean, you figure. Look at lobotomies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, I. I've told. That terrifies Yeah, me. I've told like you the, before yeah, about the, Rosemary. The, the process of a lobotomy is horrifying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just the things they would do. They would just put people in ice baths for hours, yeah, or like wrap or, them in wet blankets and. Weird shit like that, where mm-hmm. or right. even like boiling water, yeah, and just lock them in there. Yeah, where it's like this person's really hard to deal with, so we're just gonna pacify you. You know, they're not treating the patient; they're just making the patient treat it, you mm-hmm. know, easy to handle, yeah. manageable. And then you know, electroshock therapy came into play. Yeah, and you're just turning people into My vegetables. My dad and I toured the Trans Allegheny, and um, they talked about how, like, when it closed, there were patients there who might have been put in there as like a kid. Right. Mm-hmm. They don't know who their family is. They don't know. And like, it was basically like, it was like closing time, you know, I don't care where you go, but you can't stay here. You can't stay here. You know, we're shutting the doors. And so then they had like a homeless problem and mm-hmm. things like that. Jeez Louise, man. Yeah. And you figure back in the day, like in the late 1800s, early 1900s, when these places were pretty common, were, you know, you could put me in there for having my period. Right. Yeah. I could, I could lock you away for literally hysteria and the root word of hysteria is the same root word for hysterectomy mm-hmm. you know and because of the time i couldn't send myself out right the only person who could come get me was, was my husband. husband and because i was in there he could get remarried yeah this is america but so it was easier to lock her up than to go through a divorce but even though he got remarried he's still the one in charge of me so yeah. i can't yeah i can't do anything that doesn't make any and that'll do something to a person of like yeah. you know if you weren't insane when you went in you're insane you're gonna be insane I, yeah. after yeah. sure a while. shit i'd be insane when i mm-hmm. came out shot move me to gary indiana i'd be yeah. on the hunt for blood man yeah you come in you throw me in here because mm-hmm. i have a period then get married to somebody right. else i kill you yeah i think yeah. you're acting like a you know the quote-unquote she's, she's just been acting like a bitch lately so yeah. i'm just gonna lock her up yep happened all the time mm-hmm. but anyway <laughs> on that cheery on note. that cheery note uh, so point pleasant. Point yeah. pleasant, yeah. Yeah. But so uh, I have a. I was told I needed to plug this. No, no, no. We'll plug it for Ooh. you. You don't okay, have to okay. remember all that. So here they go. Take it away, boys. Uh, every Wednesday at roughly eight a.m., mm-hmm. we post an episode of our podcast, mm-hmm. the Simply Well Podcast. Mm-hmm. It's uh, just the two of us just talking about the two of us. <laughs> you and I <laughs> talking about uh, all things pop culture. Mm-hmm. You know. Movies, TV shows, video games, sometimes comic books. Mm. And uh, this coming week will be our 52nd episode. And we'll mm-hmm. be coming up on our one year here soon. Mm-hmm. And we haven't missed a week. So, no, 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 no. Yeah, if you're late to the party, check us out. And it, it, like they said, it is just the two of them. But sometimes they record late on Mondays. So sometimes yeah. you might hear me snoring on the couch in the background. Yeah, yeah she's... <laughs> Yeah, we've had, had an episode. Yeah, we've had an episode or two where if you're not in it, we can hear you in the background. Yeah, and there's a few episodes where you've been in. Yeah, it. Mm-hmm. yeah, I've been in a few episodes, but you were actually in a our Halloween <laughs> Spooktober extravaganza. You yeah, know? yeah. But I'm sure if we do go to Point Pleasant, that we'll all three oh, of us yeah. will be here oh, yeah. for both yeah. both episodes of that mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah. But yeah, catch them every Wednesday, 8 a.m. The Simply One Podcast. That's right. With yes. Colin and his co-host Chris. It's gas. That would be my big fat ass. Yummy hot dog. But I hope everybody enjoyed this episode and I hope you had a great week. 
and you can find me at a couple of creeps on Facebook, Instagram. And if you want to hear a story, tell me a story, you know, you can email me at the letter a couple o creeps at gmail.com. And as always, stay creepy, my friends. I'll see you next week.